0: we figure out we can't do this live on rumble
1: we cannot we're not live on rumble but we are live now to facebook and youtube thank you for joining us yes
0: yes yes
1: and we will post this later so if you're watching this later on rumble um, we are greeting both of our audiences here we have uh, a different device set up over here for instagram so our attention is going back and forth that's why and we are on a um, a trip visiting family, and so we're in a different location than our studio where we usually are for Up for Discussion. But it's been so long since we've done a live, we thought it'd be a good opportunity to, um, since we're out of the studio, to go live with you. And you know, we're going to be talking about um, the Book of Revelation today, mostly, Mister Wonderful. And the question is, are we currently living out the book of Revelation? And so in a few minutes, he's going to um, kind of share his perspective on that. And I'll chime in a yeah, little bit. Exactly. But we also want to give you freedom since we are live. If you're not watching later on Rumble, then you are welcome to submit a question. And I'm going to do my best while he's sharing a little bit to kind of monitor those a little bit. So I want to say hi to Charlotte Digley. We love you too. (laughs) Oh, what a treat.
0: That is awesome, Charlotte. And then somebody goes by Needed97 wanted us to know that they're the first to say hello. So we should acknowledge that first person definitely. Awesome. (coughs) Thanks
1: for joining us through YouTube over there. Um,
0: And we have the first hi from New Zealand, which is not something.
1: Technology is amazing. This is so cool. That's
0: Clara. So awesome.
1: in Alabama. We're in Alabama right now. But <laughs> I'm not for Alabama. I hope that doesn't offend you.
0: <laughs> well, she's sort of. She's for Auburn, Alabama, but not for the Al- University of Alabama. Is that what you mean? Yes,
1: there is a distinction for sure. Um, I do see Kathy Horvath has already asked the question that I was pretty sure somebody was going to ask pretty quickly. Our thoughts on the death of the queen? And we will share that in a few minutes when we have more people join us. We're still a, a minute before four o'clock. Um, so we'll keep
0: We'll start pretty soon. Chatting. That's a good Do you have any
1: jokes to tell?
0: Man, I just... People uh, may
1: not know that about you. You are quite the jokester.
0: It's probably too corny for, you know, for the public. It's something best for the family where everybody goes dad joke and. You know, I, I kind of enjoy that anyway. Well, you're but. like a
1: spiritual father, so you know.
0: Well, yes, so dad jokes, but somebody has to be talking, and then the dad joke comes on. Spontaneous. Top of yeah, it's yeah. a feedback on something, somebody else. The moment of inspiration that comes. Yeah. So we're not there yet, but it could come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I will tell y'all, um, those of you that have joined us early, just to kind of fill some time here for a minute. We are so excited because we got to watch our first run of part one of three of the docuseries that we are producing. And um, we started off saying a few years ago, we're making a documentary about the story of Peru. Well, when we started to really get into the meat of it, we realized that it was much longer than just one documentary. So we created a docuseries and it's three parts. And today we got to watch the first part, and it's really exciting. Um, it's, it's humbling because a lot of it is includes some of our story, but it's meant to inspire you guys. And so that will be coming out with our Restore 7 TV platform, which is so close to being done. And we're not going to put a timeline on it because then we might not meet the timeline and then people get disappointed or frustrated with us because we didn't keep our word. So we yeah. are learning not to do that soon though.
0: Well, we were knocked out from, we'll call it production of it for about two years of COVID where we yeah. couldn't get our producer down here from Brazil nor finish up the details. It's true. Yeah. <clears throat> well, so we're, we've, we've hit 401. So are we ready to go?
1: Yes. Claire Fisher. Wow. So good to hear from you.
0: And yeah. just
1: a few more names. Mona McWhorter and Debbie Watkins, so many of you joining. Thank you so much for um, spending a little time with us this afternoon. And if you missed it, um, I was announcing that today our Up for Discussion is out of our studio because we are visiting family in Alabama. And um, we thought it would be a great opportunity to go live instead. So Johnny is going to kick it off with sharing with us um, his perspective on this question. Are we currently living in the book of Revelation? And uh,
0: maybe we could just do, because I don't want to go in depth on it. Yeah. The question that's already been asked there early on, what do we think about the Queen's death, Queen Elizabeth? I, I'm liable to talk. I'm thinking I'm going to talk more about that on Monday. Um,
1: the Queen's death? Yeah. Okay. On
0: live stream. But. And but
1: you are talking about the book of Revelation today, that, right?
0: For sure. That's, okay. that's the topic of the day. And basically, depending on how much you're exposed to, we'll say, the patriot people, we, we understand there is some confusion out there because we have some uh, ministers and leaders assuring that, you know, that Queen Elizabeth was a believer, a Christian, and that she's in heaven, and it was a good sign that there was a rainbow or a double rainbow outside Buckingham Palace at the moment they're announcing her passing. And then there's, you know, there's videos and reports, and we understand the reality of her son, Prince Andrew, and the connection there with Epstein Island, and then just general, the the bloodlines, and, and there's some history there that's very, very shaky and questionable. So this is my, you can get, give your feedback on this. Just the short brief.
1: answer on the queen's death before we get into the book of Revelation. The
0: short answer this is not the topic of the day. The short answer is we have evidence. I had a friend as well, someone in ministry who prayed for her and gave her prophetic words. And so I know that's taken place. We also know there are reports of at least some time in her life that there was not good things she was involved in. So if you put all the negatives that are listed, you know, like you would say, um, she's not in heaven and then if you put all the positives that you hear and some comments and statements she makes about wanting to if she would like to see jesus in person so she could give him her crown or something like that
1: lay um crown. <clears throat> lay her crown
0: his feet. you'd say she is in heaven bottom line is neither one of us really know where she stood in her last days and and so in the absence of that i think there's some things will be being revealed Uh, Soon there's something of timing related to a whole lot of things having to do with the Queen's death But any just quick thing on that and I know that's not our topic
1: Yeah, my quick thought on the Queen's death and I'll just keep it general instead of specifically about her We are living in a season where I think it's super important to not take most things at face value And that being said when it comes to someone's character I think it's important to err on the side of innocent until proven guilty. And um, therefore, I am personally staying neutral right now because I don't have a personal relationship with her or her family. Um, I don't know. But I also give myself the freedom to have some speculation.
0: Yeah,
1: And because of some things I'm speculating, I cannot, like, in good conscience, go on our social media, for example, and say, you know, God bless the queen or whatever, and honor her because I feel feel neutral about it right now. Um, So I'm hoping that this, along with a lot of other situations going on in the world right now, we are gonna have more clarity on. Um, I think that if there's anything positive that you know of that she did or that she meant to you, then honor that. if there's a personal thing that you know without a doubt that she is guilty of, and you can't honor her, then don't honor her. I think it's it's that yeah messy right now. So, yeah. all I right. Know there are people. I will say this in closing: there are people that she meant a lot to, whether it was a cultural thing because that's you know where they're from in England or Europe, or um, or you know family members. And so to them, we give our condolences and that kind of thing.
0: So the, the topic of the day wasn't that. There's a question. It's funny. We were at an event two or three nights ago, really um, with some, uh, we'll say some political people. And one of the questions of someone there was, uh, when he heard who we are, what we do, he's like, could you tell me, are we, this is a question that was in this room the other day where he was, is, are we in the book of Revelation? Are the things taking place um, uh, proof that we're in the book of Revelation? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a yes and a no. And, um, but uh, in the explanation, you'll understand why. And I'm going to actually just write up front, tell you what the yes and the no are. Um, I believe the yes, and we'll go into that a little more. There are some things to be learning from the books of, book of Revelation. There are par- parallels that we're going through right now that you read certain passages and scriptures in the book of revelation you go wow this sounds like the book of revelation and then no from the standpoint is this the the exact playing out of the book of revelation i do not believe so we do not believe so and so from that standpoint if you're looking at the book of revelation trying to understand exactly how we're going to be moving forward um it's it's not going to be that helpful in my opinion but i will share out of that we'll share it and Elizabeth will you know jump in with insights on it and so we do want to look at the parallels and applications for us right now to the book of Revelation there's a reason why many are talking about the book of Revelation because there has been we have been confronted with such blatant evil that the only book in the Bible that we can that people quickly can run through like this sounds like the book of Revelation and so you have uh I'm, I'm going to do some...
1: And people associate the book of Revelation with the end times scenario. So they wonder, Is are things getting so bad because this is the end times, therefore we must be in the book of Revelation.
0: So I'm kind of going to do... A, a just going... Starting with Revelation chapter 1. And again, this is not going to go on that that long. The whole thing is whatever, 40, 45 minutes. Yes. Is what we're going to do from start to finish. And so... Uh, and then there's going to be... Interaction and and so I'm not going to be going.
1: We want to pray for you at the end as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah Um, And but just some points from the book of Revelation to remember at this time That's the part that's yes. There are some points to remember. So for instance in Revelation 1 1 It's it makes it clear. This is the revelation of Jesus Christ Jesus Christ So the book of Revelation was not to be the reveal of the Antichrist the beast false prophet not to be the reveal of all the hard times ahead. It's literally supposed to be the reveal of Jesus Christ. And, uh, and it said these things that will shortly take place if you're looking at your Bible. And we, we understand as well that this, the entire book of Revelation had to be coded language to the church. The church was under tremendous persecution. We can understand that a little more now than we could before. In the same way, if you wanna stay on in quote the main platforms, Uh, the main social media platforms, you have to change your language. You have to not tell things. You cannot be a truth teller Um, as far as blatant truth teller on a lot of things. There are are certain issues that they will not allow the truth to be told. And so you have uh, coded language to the church. Easy to understand for the church based on um, analogies and comparisons they would have even in that day. And so this is what's this is what happens there. Now Revelation chapter two, you know, there's and three goes into messages to the seven churches, very famous. Mm -hmm. The seven churches, the Church of Ephesus, and um, you have Church of Philadelphia and Sardis and uh, Laodicea, Laodicea, et cetera, et cetera. And really, application for us there's seven types of church. that are listed there there's like from those going through persecution uh the church that's going through persecution the church that's going that's compromising too much again application for us today uh to the church that's bowing to jezebel um there's the faithful church as well that's standing up in the midst of difficulty and and so of course there's application for us back to the question is revelation for us today you look at those churches And again, whether it's the the lukewarm one or the one under persecution or the one that's bowing to Jezebel, we see that's very real. And it's become um, made more clear in the last couple of years. In a lot of ways, the churches that are bowing wrongly and those that have uh, endured persecution um, and, you know, from anywhere from absolute shutdown to there's many uh, smaller churches around the world um, that have been they've lost their buildings lost their capabilities to continue the way they were before. So there is application. Uh, the application today, in general, for us is repent. If you are not the faithful and integrous, the church of integrity, if you're not the faithful church, you're not the one that stands up, um, then it is a good time to repent, both as a church and in individually. And this is a good time, as any, I think, to make a point that, um, you know, I think there's an argument that goes around is the church supposed to be more about safety and security or is it more about freedom Mm -hmm. and and just just to hit right to the point. Scripture says where the spirit of the Lord is there is freedom, Liberty, liberty, freedom. It's never about safety and security. The church is never called to be the bastion for safety and security. It says without faith, it is impossible to please God. What is faith? Faith is risk. It's, it's not a synonymous word, but you do not step into faith. Faith means there are questions. You don't have proof uh, 100%. It's not like, yeah, common sense. You do that. It's faith. And so anything that you're stepping out in faith uh, speaks into that. So we want to be aware just uh, philosophically where the church has really failed in a big time. I almost said bigly, but I won't. And in the last couple of years in that they, you know, they bended their knee. They bowed. They actually facilitated they advanced the all kinds of aspects. Uh, again, I want to be careful with my language and of, of the wrong things. And so um, this this is something for us to pay attention to something else. Um, just part of this, uh, you know, we'll see how much Holy Spirit allows us to go on this. But um, one of the things we want to be aware of is one of the reasons people are asking, is this the book of Revelation? Mm-hmm is because there's these unprecedented challenges. There's things going wrong. This can't possibly be a good thing, a God thing. And I want you to be uh, uh, you know, in remembrance of Jesus and everything about Jesus' birth and him coming about. First of all, there's, it's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit visits Mary, and she says, be it unto me according to your word. So the Holy Spirit came upon her. The Holy Spirit uh, visits, first of all, the precursor family you know elizabeth and zechariah and so there's gabriel being a part of it there's the holy spirit being a part of it then we see when elizabeth and mary meet there's just a salutation from mary that says and the holy spirit came upon john the baptist he was filled with the holy spirit from the womb so there's holy spirit holy spirit holy spirit everything about jesus intervention on planet earth was a holy spirit
1: orchestration uh, yes all planned intentional
0: in his handiwork. He was
1: running the show.
0: He was running the show. But if you're looking from the other side of things, you're like, they're killing all the two-year-old boys and down. You're like, oh my goodness, there's an agenda of death taking place. Um, this is a bad time. And then the one guy who's telling about Jesus, the one voice you really love and trust is John the Baptist, and he gets beheaded. So you have a day that is being driven by the holy spirit it's driven by agenda of the holy spirit and there are bad things taking place and so some people could easily say the bad things are this is what marks the day we're in you Mm -hmm. see the application for today
1: totally it's good
0: because i believe the holy spirit is driving the agenda of the day we are being pushed into a new era of the kingdom and yet there are things that um, seem to defy that but we have to understand if we just understand the logic of it if we're receiving a kingdom, as it says in Hebrews chapter 12, an unshakable kingdom, it says everything has to be shaken. That is not that kingdom. Right. So the kingdom is not coming into a void, it's coming into a pre existing kingdom that has the to be shaken displace.
1: out. Yeah. It's a displacing kingdom.
0: So, a couple.
1: Can I, can I yeah, ask a question about something you've yeah, already yeah. said? So you're talking about application, and there's some parallels right now from the book of Revelation. Wouldn't you say that, I mean, the book of Revelation, just like, even though it's a prophetic book, like the rest of scripture, it has layers of truth that were very, um, a- what's the word I'm looking for? Not just applicable for right then, but they, they, they had to do with what was actually going okay. on right then. I know it. Yeah. But they also, I mean, I would think that that the message to the seven churches for example is relevant to every single era of the church because the church is still growing. We all we can all find these uh issues that he that Jesus was confronting in the literal church then in the church as it's continued to grow and I think we've had stages of of being more mature and less mature, et cetera. And even depending on the nation of, of the church.
0: Yeah. Well, in first thing, and it's good to point that out that I had, I brought up the front side of it, that this was in a the language they could understand. They were under Roman oppression. They were essentially, you have to understand this is not a free Israel that that John is, is, is writing to. He is writing to s- enslaved people essentially. And so you have to hide your language and what's taking place, and so there's things of the beast. Um, they would be, a, they would be a very direct application to the emperor at some point, um, Nero specifically. And so
1: these things could have applied literally at the time, and not, not have just been for the end of days.
0: Well, I, I need to say it even stronger than that. It's not. It's like that's what it was. That's what it was designed for. And so, because it said all these things will shortly take place. And so, 2,000 years, even with the Lord is, and maybe somewhat shortly, but these things all did take place. There's, there's literal explanation for, you have to say, near 90% of what, of in Revelation, all the things that are seen there. So, there was at least some fulfillment, but we do, going to what you're saying, is even like, um, you know, Joel 2 will talk about, um, the army of God, and and then Acts 2, you have Peter saying, this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel in the last days, i my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and daughters will prophesy, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then you go to Azusa Street, and there was like, this is that, Azusa Street, the breakout of the Azusa Street revival in California, and so Acts 2 was brought up again. So you see that there are recurring
1: uh, patterns,
0: pat- well, reviewing uh, the same truth, and so our I'm saying there could be some type of um, application, manifestation for this, move forward. I don't, I'm not really going to go into the depth of all that. I just realized about coming the Holy Spirit back at me from going too far away in that because that just starts another line of conversation. But what uh, you,
1: well, I was going to ask a question, but I might go the wrong Just say if you don't want to answer it. Okay. So what are, are you saying that, like, for example, when you see some different preachers, Um, taking the book of Revelation and trying to say this scripture is for today. Like this is actual proof that we haven't been through this yet and this is about to happen. Are you saying that this was actually not written to be literal for our time period or even a future time period?
0: Well, it wasn't. If you just look at how it introduces itself, Mm -hmm. the revelation of Jesus Christ, concerning things that are shortly going to take place. It didn't announce itself as an end times book. The application has been that. Part of it is because there is truthful realities. For instance, that's one of the reasons this has resonated so much. Um, You have, you know, where you're going to be forced the mark of the beast of 666, and that's how the Antichrist operates. And then you're like, you're going to be forced to get those things in the arm and then some numbers, and you're like, wow, this is the book of Revelation. No, it's just, if you want to say lack of creativity to what Satan tries, he tries the same thing over and over in different ways, and he'll use whatever the advanced level of technology is for that moment. So
1: what about like when Revelation talks about Armageddon? Are you saying that that's already happened?
0: Well, now you're going into... (laughs) That really is a... um,
1: So could there be some things in here that... Maybe haven't taken place yet in the Book of Revelation.
0: Oh, there definitely could be.
1: Okay, all right.
0: Or, or some uh, perspective, uh, or some a revealing, greater
1: revealing. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Like maybe some level of Armageddon, uh, not literal, took place, but maybe one day there will be a literal Armageddon battle.
0: Well, it's like you go to Revelation chapter seventeen and you, and then eighteen, and it's it reveals. You know, Revelation 17 talks about the harlot and it's describes Satan's operating system on planet planet Earth. And it goes as the kings of the earth have entered into adultery with her and they've corrupted everything. And so, man, it's so applicable to what we're talking about right now. Again, we're trying not to get censored here, but, um, you know, the the governmental evil elite that rule and reign, it's so applicable to them. And then you go to Revelation chapter 18, it says Babylon the great has fallen, has fallen, and goes on to, t- to talk talk about that. Well, that thing has repeated actually several times. It even preceded Re- Revelation. The Cyrus call and anointing, people may not be aware of the same one that's um, our president is, is the one that carries that call and anointing, is from Isaiah chapter 45. In Isaiah 45, when he's called to take out this impossible empire that you can't get rid of, it was Babylon of that day. But then John's here talking about Babylon again, so we understand it's a a system and a spirit that kind of just comes back in this in the same manner. It's a revisiting of it in a lot of ways: the religion of it, mm-hmm. the Luciferianism of it, the bloodshedding, all that, and so. Uh, that's why you do have to be open to almost everything in Revelation being revisited, not as it has to happen, but revisited as an attempt of the enemy to bring that about. Um, Got it. Does that make, yeah. That make, that makes Meaning,
1: sense. I mean, the way I take away from what you said so far is that, you know, there's layers of truth throughout history that repeat and. The enemy strategies are pretty much the same. And so if you see something recycling, it might have already taken place and been fulfilled in the past, but it might cycle back around again um, to some degree. Is that? Yeah. Okay. Before you continue on, in case somebody jumps off, I just want to strongly encourage you, invite you to follow us on our Rumble account. We're not live right now on rumble but usually on fridays we put up our next episode of up for discussion only on rumble it's not on facebook not on instagram not on youtube so if you want to continue to um, follow us weekly then please go to rumble when we're done here and um, follow us there it's not under our names it's under our ministry name restore seven restore the number seven all right back
0: to revelation all right so revelation chapter five for instance that's a foundational scripture that we've used where revelation four and five even for the seven mountain mandate Mm -hmm. and all that john's taken up to heaven he's shown uh the throne room reality and 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 so come up here yeah we're going to show you things and you know he's in heaven weeping there because it's where it's revealed to him that there has been lost um Authority. Well, that goes into chapter five, and I saw on the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll written inside in the back, sealed with seven seals, and who is worthy to open the scroll? And so um, you get into that. We preach in, in depth in our books and our understanding on well, that. He wept much because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll, to uh, nor to look at it. And so the elders up there say, "Do not wait Behold, the line of the tribe of Judah, the root of David has prevailed to open the scroll, to loose its seven seals. And so there's a whole loosing of the seven seals. It's breaking the curse. was a
1: good thing.
0: Yes, that was something that needed to happen. And so then you read on that, you know, it happened when he had taken the scroll. It tells about the cross. It says, there's a lamb I saw. I has been slain, having seven horns, seven eyes, seven spirits. And that's one of the things we connect to seven mountains. To the seven spirits of God, seven colors of the rainbow, because that also tells us there in Revelation chapter four, there's a full rainbow around the throne. And so, yeah, we're just telling you the book of Revelation is relevant in a lot of ways. And so in some ways, we're experiencing realities from the book of Revelation. Definitely stuff to, to not just say, well, it's it's the, it's wholesaling, not for today. We can't say that. I do not believe if we need to say that over. We are not. In the end time days of the beast, the Antichrist, false prophet, great tribulation, all that. We are not in those days. I'll say it one more time. We are not in those days. We are in a different era, a different season. And I know many, uh, there's pastors and leaders and book writers that, that are saying different than that. That they have been, I've been following that for over 40 years.
1: Same and, old, same old. And, and they're wrong over and over and over.
0: And it's like you have to know the times of the Lord. And and, um, and I'm not claiming to know everything, but this is uh, that conversation. I usually do more on live streams. It,
1: it makes sense <clears throat> that the enemy would use a book of the Bible that's supposed to be and is a revelation of Jesus Christ to distract us from from the call to promote the kingdom of God in our lifetime, because we get so focused on. Is this the end? And like devote tons of time to studying and trying to apply every little thing and every reason why the book of Revelation is now happening. You know, it's it's we miss the whole point of the book. One time I went through the entire book of Revelation and I wrote out I read it through the lens of what does this tell me about Jesus, and I listed it as if it were like a bio or a description of Jesus Christ. Every single, you know, he holds seven stars in his hands, uh, feeders, bronze, all of the things. And then I went back and like read through it, and it truly is like you just fall in love with this man, Jesus, um, when you read the description of who exactly. he is here.
0: And so in chapter 5, Revelation, it's all about who Jesus was, how he came. He satisfied the need for the righteous blood that could pay the price so that there could be full authority regained on earth. And so there is, breaks out uh, just uh, tens of millions and billions of angels singing these songs, a the new song, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals for you were slain. You have redeemed us to God by your blood of every tribe and tongue and people and nation in this part and have made us. Kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on, on the earth. earth. Now, that's the part to, <laughs> uh, you know, we, we haven't done much of that. So that ought to give us a hint that we're not ready for right. whatever final version of anything anybody has. And because that's the excitement in heaven was when Jesus satisfied the price in heaven. They're like, oh, we will now. Yes, he broke the curse that the legal aspect that didn't allow us to rule and reign on earth. We will now do it. And he, he has made us the kings and priests two levels of authority a king is just he's the king of kings and so we're the kings under the king so we care yeah and we're or or just think of it that way so you think through him and he's the king and so whatever he wouldn't allow you don't allow in a spiritual kind of way and then a priest has another type of authority it's atonement if you understand there's a sin issue that has to be taken care of you apply the blood saying father i stand in the gap for this sin And so there's a judgment on my city, on my nation, my family, whatever, and I ask that you would eliminate and remove that. And I confess to sin for it. And so you make atonement. And so if you put the king and priest together as authorities that we take, there is no such thing as any curse that has to remain upon any nation, any person, any family. Because he literally has paid the price where we exert either the kingly straightforward anointing and power or the intercessory, using the blood of Jesus. And so based on that, we reign on the earth, and that's why he tells us, you are the light of the world. Arise, shine, you're the salt. That's the focus and point.
1: And when did the Lamb become worthy to open and break the seven seals? He became worthy when he laid his life down and he and He went um, into hell and took the keys of death and yeah ascended to heaven and then what did he do he went back to earth and before he ascended he said i just got all authorities By paraphrasing i just got all authority and now i am giving it to you go therefore and disciple nations and so the enemy doesn't want you to know your true authority doesn't want you to know your king, doesn't want you to know your priest, wants you to get so stuck in distraction and judgment of, you know, people's sin, your own sin, and certainly don't know your identity as royalty, and so you don't use the authority that you have. It's the same playbook. But here, this is a book of the revelation of what Jesus accomplished so that we can accomplish what he has called us to accomplish.
0: And there's you know, something unique. that's very good. So when he says he has made us kings and priests to our God, so we serve him in this capacity, it doesn't say there's limits on it. So that's part of the, we get into this thing of speculating, is this when this is happening? We think we're in this structured system that's unchangeable of there is a clock and a calendar and this stops or starts us and moves <laughs> us. And he's like, a king, what limits a king in his authority? What limits a priest in his authority? With God, all things are possible. You move forward. That's why Jesus himself, he said, until I return, he didn't say speculate. He didn't say speculate on Revelation. He said occupy. Occupy is a military term, a governmental uh, thinking, a kingdom thinking. We are to advance the kingdom of God and not to think that there's some stopping point. That's why people don't even want to engage in the seven mountains, seven mount many. No, 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 no. Because they're afraid they're going to accelerate. Or they're like, why, why contend for something good? Because then the... The seven seals are going to be opened up, and then bad stuff's going to happen. They don't understand, and we don't have time. That's a book I haven't yet released, but the seven seals. We're not telling things that are going to happen in the future. They were a reveal of what's presently happening on each of the seven mountains, and the killing that was presently taking place on the seven mountains. When it says, and one-third of mankind was taken away, that's from the mountain of family on one of them, and that's what—that's how much killing has been being done from that mountain through abortions and other things, as you can yeah. imagine. Um, on, it's such a
1: Western church way of thinking because tell tell people in other countries that they haven't already experienced the Book of Revelation, right? I mean, they've been through more suffering than than we could imagine, um, in different times in history as well.
0: So, anyway, I better, the motor on through here. Uh, um, what is also of interest is uh, Chapter Nine gets speaking of Apollyon. So we have named him in our books on the seven mountains as the principality of the mountain of media. Gabriel is the angel, our archangel for that mountain. So if you're afraid of Apollyon, just remember we got somebody bigger and better and better. And Apollyon, though it just talks about, uh, this is a star fallen from heaven. He has keys to the bottomless pit and, and how much damage and how he can torment men with this thing. And they have tails like scorpions. There were stings in their tails. Their power was to hurt men five months. And they they talk about the king over this as Apollyon. So they had tales like, and we can think of there's tales like scorpions, but you can think of T-A-L-E-S, kind of media reports. And so there there is this whole thing of the key role media plays and the principality there in doing damage. Yes, you can extract that, extrapolate the battle that's taking place. We don't have time. That would be a whole program itself just on doing that. But it's something to be aware of. Yes, so there's things to extract from Revelation that give us insight into the battle that we're having uh, right now. We, we can't, back to where we were, the good news before is, uh, speaking of Revelation 9, the kind of the end game we want to be aware of, because we already said, okay, Jesus died, it's a revelation of Jesus Christ. It reveals that he paid the price that no one else could. <clears throat> and because of that, there's even a whole new song that's sung in heaven, and we have become kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the, on the world and, and on the earth. And so then it gets into... Chapter 9, and then verse, um, oh, my goodness. 915?
1: 915. Kingdoms of this world? Yeah, what was that? 915.
0: I think I wrote it down wrong.
1: Did you? And I
0: preach from it all the time. Um, so that's not that one.
1: Well, it is in there.
0: It is. We don't have to tell. Oh, them. here it is. Seventh Angel, uh, there's 1115. Because it's the same storyline. It's 1115. Okay. Must have been almost asleep when I put that down there. So 1115, then the seventh angel sounded, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. So this thing, the kingdoms of this world, is not just the nations of this world have become the nations of our God, but the kingdoms We make a connection to each one of the seven mountains, are the kingdom of media, the kingdom of government, the kingdom of arts and entertainment, kingdom of economy, the kingdom of family, which one did I forget? Anyway, there's seven of them. And, and so we're, we're doing this, the fast version, but there's a, there's something John saw. This is not like in doubt. This is not like, I wonder if it could happen. Uh, are these guys right when they say that we could really see, you know, the nations walk to the light of the sons of God, which it also says in Isaiah 60. Um, but it's literally John already went to the future. If you understand what happened to him in, in, in chapter four and five, he did time travel. He went into the future. He saw a uh, past, present, future. He saw the original loss of authority from the garden. He saw Jesus get it all back. He saw how he makes us kings and priests to our God. He saw the future where the kingdoms of this world, the power bases of this world, have become of our God. That goes with Habakkuk 2:14, which we're always bringing up. The whole earth is filled with the knowledge of the glory of God, as the water waters cover the sea. Not just the knowledge that He saves, not just the knowledge that He has a place for us there, but the knowledge of his power for media, for government, economy, et cetera, et cetera. This is the narrative God is trying to get his church uh, connected to at this time because we've um, not been, uh, by and large, operating out of it and in it, and we're in this end times thing that I address frequently that doesn't allow us to embrace this point. So the kingdoms of this world have become, has already been seen. So you have to expect that's going to come uh, uh, quickly. And then want to... Um, we mentioned the Then there's the power of the, the false prophet. If you look at Revelation chapter 13 and the false prophet and what he does. And verse 11, I saw another beast coming out of the earth. He had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. And then he goes on, you know, he performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth and the sight of men. And He deceives those who dwell on the earth by these signs. Now think of what happens even we find, find out through media, art um, what do they call the, uh, uh, when you can, um, in film, I, I always know, it except for right now, they, they call it the, um, it's like, was that real CG, is The CG effects? There's CG CGI, and, CGI. Okay. <laughs> and, and, um, and so it's, you, you see this, but it's the false prophet, somebody who can change what reality seems like to the masses mm-hmm. and you see that big tech big media have been doing that so yet there's application for us there's a false prophet what has been taking place through media and all that there is a, a distortion of truth and reality where most of the earth is still under an illusion of what are facts what really has taken place and there's a whole reveal coming so soon we can have a breakthrough in in that area and then um we got to close, Elizabeth, because we got to, you got to be able to pray as well. Any comment? But um, you also want to do Revelation chapter nineteen. We just got to give you the the good where it all ends is heaven exults over Babylon having come down. And so I believe we're going into some mini version where people have already been to heaven and see heaven is already exulting, celebrating, parting. Heaven is parting over this present takedown of Babylon because Babylon, that which has been run by things we can't say because we could get cut off here. Um, But what is Babylon and world banking and those kind of things and tied into other evil matters, uh, that thing is being taken down and heaven is already in rejoice mode and heaven's already allowed certain prophetic individuals and people to go there and see their celebration at the takedown that is presently taking place. And so um, after these things, I heard a loud voice of Great multitude in heaven saying, hallelujah, salvation and glory and honor and power belong to the Lord our God. For true and righteous are his judgments because he has judged the great harlot who corrupted the earth with her fornication. That is something we are living uh, through. Again, making a difference between generalities of what we're experiencing from Revelation and what some might think the definitive what they always thought was going to uh, take place. And um, the part of the thousand years, I don't know if we should just leave that alone. I'll better bring it up. Somebody's going to ask. Satan bound a thousand years. Revelation 20. That could be a topic another time. All right. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, having the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold of the dragon, that serpent of old, who is the devil and Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. And he cast him into the bottomless pit, shut him up, and set a seal on him so that he should... Deceive the nations no more till the a thousand years were finished, but after these things he must be released for a little while. So some There's even books being written. There are some saying it's all kinds of new books coming out, right? now, and and they're saying what's happening is uh, um, That we're going to this moment that we're about to enter into millennial thousand-year period of of peace now I'm fine if it does and and um I'm not going to uh, fight You're not it.
1: prophesying that it's going to happen. You're just like, well, that would be great if it does happen.
0: Well, yeah. I'm going to say, based on my understanding from the Lord, we're going to some mini version of that. We're going into some, um, it won't be as, as, um, as free of the enemy as the thousand year period. But there is going to be some breakthrough extended period that we will be entering into. We'll have to be warring for it as well. That's why it's, it's, it's not going to be as as a clear victory necessarily as you see there. But I'm OK. I'd rather have people be wrong, even writing books and presupposing and stating that we're about to go into a millennial period. I'd rather that because at least staying hopeful and positive. And it's it's more correct than um, the idea of we're all about to be taken over by the false prophet, the beast and persecution and the third die here and a third die here and a quarter die here and all, and all that. So anyway, Elizabeth, any of those things you want to pile on?
1: Really good. Well, um, I've been trying to kind of monitor a little bit of the, the conversation here. Um, somebody mentioned earlier, I don't know if it was on Facebook or YouTube. Um, just like listening to other people and feeling just some confusion about what's being said about what's going on right now. And I just felt, um, the Lord just wanting to encourage you. I think some of you need to hear, that you're not crazy. You need to hear you're not crazy. And you're feeling that from people around you, maybe even from family members. And, um, you know, I'm not quite sure what's going on, but I'm I'm definitely sure for myself that it's not what looks like is going on. There, nothing hardly is at face value right now. And so that means there's tons of room for speculation. And in those places of speculation, people are speculating some pretty wild stuff. And I think some of that wild stuff is going to end up becoming um, proven true. true. And I believe that many of you are going to be validated in the things that you have thought and been suspicious of. Yeah. Um, That doesn't make it easy right now. I don't think that we're supposed to like get in people's faces or try to convince our family of things and have arguments over things that we can't prove. Like, what's the point of that? You certainly have a right to, to speculate yourself and to believe what you want to believe right now. Don't be so committed to your ideas of what you think is happening or not happening in the world right now that you're not, um, just Don't let that steal from you the simplicity of what the gospel is that we have been given. The gospel is not changed. There are things that are changing right now. There are things that are going to be unfolding and revealed that could shake us, not just the things around us, but shake us. And more than ever, I believe it's so important to keep inventory personally of what you know is true. What do you know is true? Speculate, dream, think, whatever. But keep coming back to the simplicity of, I know there is a God. Nobody can talk me out of that. I know that Jesus is, is the way to have a relationship with the Father and what he did for us. Like, like Stay rooted in the basics. Stay rooted in his character and his nature that you have seen in your own life, who he's proven himself to be. Not the lies of circumstances around you, not the lies of of people that we put on pedestals, whether they're good people or bad people. There are all kinds of people right now that that are guessing and speculating. We've tried hard not to do that publicly. Like we could fill your ear full of all kinds of things that we think may or may not be happening, but we've tried to be responsible and not give you things that the Holy Spirit isn't challenging us to speak to you and that we can't um or prove you know so i just feel to just pray over you that the simplicity would if it feels confusing to you right now that a simplicity would be restored back to your heart and your spirit and your mind um and that you would feel that you are standing on firm ground no matter what is shaking around you yeah. um
0: it's good that's good babe
1: so We're going to pray for you, and then um, thanks for joining us. So, Father, we just still ourselves as your church, as your bride, all across the world right now, those that are watching are going to be watching in the future. We know we're in different nations and from different cultures, and we have our focus on all kinds of different things. We have different challenges, but we have unity in you and your beautiful face, Jesus, and what you have done for us. And you've said that they will know we're yours by the way that we love each other. And so we just allow ourselves right now to just feel the love that is in the body of Christ, that is in your bride. And we thank you for the camaraderie, the spiritual family that we have with each other. And um, even as you know, spiritual moms and dads right now, we just bless your sons and daughters and we just declare over you that you have peace of mind. And this peace is, um, it, it doesn't come and go with the circumstances and the challenges of your life. This peace is an abiding peace. It is the peace that you are meant to breathe in, to live from, to function in. And we declare that you are ones who stand on the solid rock of Jesus. And that as things shake around us, we can stand and remain firm in who you are because you are our identity. You are our truth. You are the one that, um, that declares what is true and what is not true. And so we just hide ourselves in you. We don't have to know what is true. We just have to know the one who is truth. And we thank you that um, we are in a time in history where truth is being revealed. And God, we pray for our brothers and sisters, those who know you and those who don't know you, that they would be hungry for the truth that you are going to continue to reveal in the earth in our lifetime and in the generations to come. We ask that our appetite for truth would just increase to the degree that you are ready to pour truth out to us. And we say yes to however you want to pour it out. Let the shaking come, but let your kingdom continue to advance in the earth. We say yes where we need to say yes. Those hard places right now, we say yes. Give us strength to say no where we need to say no right now. And more than anything else, God, we ask that you would so consume us with your love, that we would know how loved we are, that it would just be, the most natural thing in the world, for love to overflow from us to those around us. And God, give us um, the capacity in that love to speak truth, to live from a place of truth, even when it's hard, even when it feels complicated, and to be able to be honest when we're not sure what the truth is and to still stand in you. We love you. And we just say, as your bride right now across the globe, we love you, we love you, we love you. Thank you for this love that you have given to us. In Jesus' name, we pray.
0: Amen. I just feel to read um, out of Hebrews twelve real quick. That's really good, Elizabeth. Prayer there. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, heaven is watching us. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance. Amen or patience, depending on the version of the Bible. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. And then the last verses um, of that very same chapter. See that you do not refuse him who speaks, for if they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven whose voice then shook the earth but now he is promising yet once more i shake not only the earth but also heaven Mm -hmm. now this yet once more indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken as of things that are made that the things which cannot be shaken may remain therefore here's the verse for us to go with since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. So we're receiving a kingdom. This is what this season's all about in an advanced way. Anyway, thank you all for taking the time with us. We, we love you all. We wish we could have a, this in person with everyone. Um, but we'll have to save those times for heaven.
1: That's right. All right. Well, we'll be back with you next week um, on Upper Discussion. It will air on Friday at 5 o'clock. And in the comments, you can continue to make comments below um, these and let us know if there's a particular subject or topic that you would um, enjoy hearing us discuss and give our perspective on. We'd love some more ideas from you guys. Um, We have some ideas as well, but it'd be great. So thank you again. Oh Henry. Henry. Where where, 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 where right there?
0: Oh, hey Henry.
1: <laughs> okay, well, love you guys. And we'll look
0: at these some more. Bye. And we forgive those of you who are abusive in the comments.
1: <laughs> I didn't even notice. <laughs>